the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. All right, boys, prepare to be dazzled. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two. I mean, not that she can't hold her own. She's a real firecracker. And one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Woo! Here she is, Andrea K. Yeah, yeah, yeah! I don't want no scrubs. What the perfect song is that to lead into tonight's Andrea K Show? No scrubs, written by the very own. Miss Candy, as formerly most people know her from the Real Housewives of Atlanta. And I am about five minutes away from the ATL. Yeah, I'm calling in live from Atlanta, Georgia here. I'm visiting my family here. So I'm just loving that intro. And yeah, we don't want no scrubs. And that kind of that kind of leads into the opening topic for tonight, because I can't describe I can't decide who's more of the scrubs right now. Right. Who's the worst? Is it the Joe Biden administration and all that's involved with uh, the jobs numbers today and everything happening with our economy? Or is it the Republican Party? 80 Republicans who voted to fund a a VAX database. 19 Republicans that assisted the House Democrats in in spending $13 billion to to, relocate, quote, persons of risk from Afghanistan, excuse me, Afghanistan across this country. Suddenly, I came. I, I went to go live tonight, and I'm sounding like Joe Biden today uh, in his in, in his press conference, which caused many people to start talking about the 25th Amendment. So we got a lot of ground to cover tonight, including our man Bob Walters, who's here with us every Friday night. But before I go any further, I got to bring in my man. It's DJ Taterskins. Yesterday, I met in this very room with DJ Taterskins. DJ Taterskins. You know, Andrea, with a very few exceptions to what I'm about to say, uh, they might as well not even call politicians Republicans and Democrats anymore because they may have a slightly different way about getting things done, but they are both part of the big picture problem, and I'm tired of it. Yeah, you know, and I'm glad you brought that up because the slightly different way about going uh, going about getting things done is the Democrats are honest at this point. That's exactly about right. What they're about about transitioning us into a, a communist uh, state, which is a centralized system of power with complete control over our lives. That's why they've got the southern border open. That's why they're bringing uh, hundreds of thousands of, of uh, Islamic terrorist uh, sympathists, if not terrorists themselves, into this country, um, because that's what the Islamists share in common with the Democrats. Uh, so the difference is that the Republicans are not telling you to your face that that's that they support that as well. And our leadership today is behind that. So where do, where do, where should we kick it off tonight, Skin? Should we talk about uh, Joe Biden today? And because this uh, the job numbers came out. Let's let's start with that. <clears throat> and I, and I've got a little frog in my throat and I'm coughing. And that's one of the things that happened today is he's coming forth to the American people and he's lying. I don't know if you saw it. You're so busy, Skins. I when read it about it. Didn't to- see it, but I, I did read about it. Well, you know, good good for you. You were actually too busy to actually have to watch it. But, you know, he, he sounded so bad and uh, the, he sounded like he had an upper rest. I mean, he sounded worse than usual, like to the to the point to where people were tweeting out, if this was Trump that did a press conference this week, this frail could barely speak. People would automatically be calling for the 25th Amendment. Today. I mean, it was bad today. People were saying that. And then what what did he do? He blamed his grandkid 
for it, right? Of course, he blamed his grandkid, a grandson, because he's still denying that he's got the bastard granddaughter from the stripper with Hunter Biden because the Biden family is continuing to deny that this child exists. Okay, this man is absolutely putrid. He's disgusting, um, but he's not even as bad today as the Republicans. But I got to give everybody what the deal is on the, on the economy. Um, here's some stats. Uh, he comes today and says things are better today economically than they were. We are 4 million jobs still behind pandemic levels. We have 5.9 million Americans who want to work and can't find it. The numbers that the Bureau of Labor Statistics is putting out does not count those 5.9 million Americans that are trying to find work and can't find it. So if you were listening to this today and you're actually buying the crap that's being pushed out today by the Biden administration, shame on you, because you should know that this is Enron math going on. <clears throat> Some of the things that, that uh, uh, also came out today that, uh, that in response by the, uh, the Jobs Creator Network is that um, 45% of Americans are experiencing financial hardship due to inflation. I'm surprised it's not more than that, Skins. I mean, who are the 55% in California that can pay $5 a gallon of gas, right? Gas is up uh, 50% over last year. As we go into the winter months, uh, Skins, the cost of oil to heat homes has risen over 60%. Uh, and then as for Joe Biden today with his Build Back Better plan, he's a liar Twenty because he, he keeps saying he's not going to raise taxes on anybody making over 400 k Here's the truth, America. 20 to 30% of middle Americans, including small business owners, which are the job creators, it's small business owners that, that create the jobs in this country, they will see their taxes rise. So it's going to get worse, Skins. It's sad as much that worse. Is. And this is just what's coming out there. And usually no matter what the number is on paper, it's ten times worse than it ever than, than it's ever reported. Right. And it's and it's so it's baffling to me the Americans out there that continue to vote Democrat. How in the world do we get continue to get stuck? With this dude Newsom here, I mean, if you're if you're listening to the sound of our voices today, can you help me understand why you don't why you're not connecting the dots between what's happening to your lives and to your pocketbooks and the fact that you're going into Christmas? If you're if you're a minority person in San Diego, a low to income worker, you're probably not going to be able to buy Christmas gifts for your kids, and that's if we even have any on the shelves. Call me eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Explain yourself to me how you could vote for this man. How? They're destroying us, but not alone. Joe Biden couldn't be doing this by himself. Shame on you, Daryl Issa, for putting out a statement today talking about this, quote, Pelosi-led big spending going on when <clears throat> it was a Republican that passed this in the House and then 19 in the Senate voted for this big spending bill that included uh, not just um, – uh, it might have been separate, the 80 House Republicans who voted for the, for the spending, but I actually think that was a part of this big spending bill. See, it gets confusing where they've got different bills funding different things. Um, but there's 19 senators. We'll get to this 80 uh, Republicans for this VAX um, you know, um, database in a moment. But 19 Republicans, including Mitch McConnell, Marco Rubio, Tom Tillis, and others, people that pretend to be. This is your leadership, by the way, Mitch McConnell. 19 senators voted to include, in order to keep the government open, spending $13 billion to relocate 
Afghanis here into this country because they're, quote, persons of risk. And this skins, what they're doing is they're bringing them into military bases across the country, Texas, New Jersey, and beyond, processing them there. And then from there, they're spreading them around 46 states. Wow. 46 states. And we know that this, the same reason behind this for the Democrats, and, and, I, and, and including the Republicans, evidently, because they got to know 100% of, of these refugees coming into this country, 100% of them are on, on taxpayer-funded welfare. So while you, you – what I was just talking about in terms of the economic pain and the agony being inflicted on the American people with the economic policies going on in the Biden administration, the Republicans joined in with the Democrats to bring over 100,000 Afghanis, spreading them around 46 states, having their lives being completely funded by taxpayers, and the DHS is admitting today that there's no vetting. Well, actually, Skins, what they're saying is they're not doing 100% of vetting, but guess what their vetting process is? Interviews. <laughs> wow. Personal interviews. So they're sitting down with Muhammad, Mr. Muhammad. Uh, are, can you promise us that you're not going to marry this nine-year-old girl that you brought in with you? Oh, no, I'm not, I'm not here to marry her. That's my, um, <coughs> that's my niece. <coughs> uh, Mr. Muhammad, um, can you promise us that you're not going to you know, get in a truck and, and mow down people on a, on a walkway in New York City or fly planes? Oh, no, no, I love America. I love America. I'm coming here because I love America. Well, then right? Fauci was that, actually asked on this exact situation about, well you, well, you know, are these people they being brought in? Are they being tested? Well, he, well, sometimes they're being tested, but it's not always required. Why not? We have to oh, be. Right. Exactly. When he was asked specifically about the southern border, when he was talking about um, people coming here, this new travel ban, everybody's got to be tested or vaxxed coming here. Well, what about the people coming in the southern border? I think Ducey asked him that. That's a different matter. Of course it is. So, again, explain yourself to me. I'm going around here in Georgia and all around, not even, not as much here, but around California, people still wearing masks. They're still sticking their arm out to be jabbed. We got 80 House Republicans voting for it to increase the tyranny on us with a jab database to track us. This is no different. And I'm going to say this is no different than show me your papers. That's what this is. I think exactly what it is is – I mean it's almost twofold. It's almost the opposite. Okay, let's see how many people are not vaccinated because those are the people we need to go after. Well, of course. This is – this is that's exactly the play, right? they got to segregate us. They've got to identify who we are, and then they're going to then, – then the play is to make us miserable with uh, forcing us out of our jobs, not allowing us – this. we're going to have a star on our jacket, right? We're not going to be able to participate in society. Uh, you may be able to work, but then you're going to be on – like a, at – I think the company was in Florida. Uh, you're going to have to work in a different part of the building. You're going to uh, – the people with the jabs, even though – even the World Health Organization today said there's no booster uh that's going to make you any in any more resistant to anything coming out or maybe it'll be um, like the all... where hey if you work the, you know and you're not vaccinated that's fine but uh we're gonna do a little surcharge on your insurance exactly it's about punishing they've already admitted that it doesn't stop you from getting it almost everybody every public figure that's coming out getting it's already been jabbed Right. Um, in fact, more people that are getting it today, and this is they're lying to you, are actually have gotten jabbed because what happens is you're immunocompromised with this. And this is why I've been saying for a while, I'm sick and tired of hearing conservatives and media. I'm sick and tired of hearing Republican kin officials saying, I'm not anti-vax. I'm not saying that. I just don't think there should be a mandate. And every time somebody says that, they're enabling this. The reality is, at best case, these shots are worthless. 
And at worst case, they're either killing people initially or compromising their bodies to the point to where they're going to die from it down the road or not be able to fend something else off. Or we're creating people with um, autoimmune disorders in this country Heard and some every new, bit of it. Uh, stats, Andrea, I'll send them to you. Yeah. Uh, okay. Just basically talking about people that have eczema. It's a bad idea for them to get the vaccine because it can create such a reaction where, where the eczema goes out of control and they actually start bleeding from their skin because eczema is an autoimmune disorder yes, exactly. and so what's going on so if you understand what an autoimmune disorder is everybody thinks antibodies are, are awesome you know um but an autoimmune disorder what it is is it, it's your body's own immune system attacking itself and that's actually what gets created by these it's your body working overtime uh, your uh, antibodies are like little bombs and they're being detonated with this virus or it's or it, the it's creating antibodies that when you come in contact with COVID again or with another variant of it, it detonates the bombs inside of your body. And so no Republican is talking about that. You never hear a Republican talking about the risks of it or the deaths from it. The only thing they will ever do is give a disclaimer first. I'm not anti-vax. I just don't think that it should be forced on you. But that's weak. That's absolutely weak. And this database is about ultimately all of us being forced into this, including your children. And this is the beginnings of a completely 100% totalitarian society. So I'll ask you Uh, flat out, Andrea, how do we push back against this? Well, what we have to do in order to push back is we all have to say no. We all have to say no. And what we also have to do is we have to, uh, have to start pushing out the truth. We need to be ca- getting on the phone with our elected officials and saying, shame on you. You're not going to get another dime. There is no way in this world, if Mitch McConnell decided to run again, that anybody should give a dime to his campaign. We need to be primarying these people. We need to tell them we're done. We're done with you. I have friends of mine that work actively in the Republican Party. And if you're listening to me right now and you know who you are, I'm not supporting you. I'm not supporting your party anymore. You want to know why? Because you're not supporting my my freedom. You're not you standing are, you up. Have, you're not standing up. And you're worse to me at this point than the Democrats because you're pretending that you are standing up for us. And you're not. You're selling us down the river. Selling us down the river. And that's selling our country out. And they're to, they're, all they want to do is talk about 2022. Why should I, why I was should just going to say, I'm sick of hearing, hearing about, oh, the midterms, that's when, that's when we're going to do something. Well, when they had Trump in the White House, when they had control of the House of Representatives, when they had the control of the Senate, what did, what did they, they do? do? They didn't do any more than George W. Bush did when he had the White House and he had control. Uh, the Republicans had uh, the House of Representatives, the Senate. Did they seal the border? Did they stop refugees from coming here? No. In fact, it was George W. Bush who started this Afghanistan war. And we have gone from uh, before the Afghanistan war of having 44,000 Afghanistan Afghanis living here to in 2019, before this latest surge, 133,000. That's before we brought more in. Was this some kind of immigration laundering scheme on the part of George W. Bush? Because that's the result of it. We didn't win anything over there. We gave them $85 billion, and all we've done is import Afghanis into this country. And I'm not talking about MAGA, Andrea, but, you know, unfortunately, uh, the old school Republican Party, they're the they're the party of talk because they do nothing. Right. They're the party of talk party. I'm going to promise you the world and they deliver New Jersey. And you know what? Yeah, I, I'm, I, I would say no offense to New Jersey, but later on the show, New Jersey is a nominee for Stink of the Week. And I'll tell you guys why a little bit later. Right now, we're going to take a break, though. We're going to bring in my buddy, Bob Walters, after the break. Glad to have you guys here with me. Stay tuned. 
bringing you 21st century common sense. It's the Andrea K Show. Connect with the show at OurFreeNation.org. AK, dynamite in a dress. Or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Before we bring in my buddy Bob Walters, I just want to say... Uh, read a tweet from uh, Candace Owens. She said, there will eventually be human rights trials over the treatment of citizens during COVID. For those of you in business, media, and government who have worked to abet these injustices, uh, do note that while it's fun to be in power when tyranny collapses, and it always does, you will pay. I think that's a good quote. I don't know that I believe that, Skins, because what we were talking about, the GOP caving and all that. Um, Do you think that there will be human rights trials down the road? You know what? I sincerely hope so. And this is something, actually, I'm glad you read that tweet, Andrea, because it's something I've been hearing about from some, from, from some pretty smart people for probably the last six months, six months. But I have to ask myself if I believe it in my heart. I'm not saying I do, but I'm not saying I don't. I just I, I really hope they're right. Yeah, I hope so, too. OK, moving on to the this week's recap of all things happening in the schools is the man who really uh, launched this movement, in my opinion, to uh, shed light on what's happening is my buddy Bob Walters. And he joins me now. Hello, my friend. Hello. Well, I, I hope you're enjoying Atlanta. <laughs> I am. Yeah, it's beautiful down here. I'm back among my Southerners, my peeps. Um, but I'm missing you guys back there. So I'm, I'm glad I get to, t- to talk to you tonight. Well, I've got some good news of items. Oh, good. Uh, a study was done by Harvard University, liberal as they are, that homeschoolers grow to be adults who are generally well-adjusted with a good sense of responsibility and social engagement. 23% are less likely to go to college, but 31% are more forgiving, 33% more likely to volunteer, and 51% more likely to attend religious services. This is on a survey of 12,000 students conducted by... Uh, by Harvard. Interesting. Let me ask. Yeah, it is. So, Bob, let's think about this for just a second. Do you think that's because they're they're when they're at home, it's typically homeschoolers or people more conservative, and they're te- teaching things like uh, manners and being a good citizen and volunteerism. Or do you think it's that they're just simply not in the schools where they're teaching and you know and, and um, instilling divisiveness and bullying and, and hatred. Well, it's, a, it's, it's an illustration of the conflict between how parents teach their kids and what the teachers are teaching the kids. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Yeah. Um, what else right. you got? All right. And then I got to parental anger in San Francisco. One of the most liberal cities in the country has grown to the point that the board members look like they're soon going to face a recall election that's being organized now, and the vote should be held in the next month. Ooh, okay. That's yeah, in San Fran. Wow. Look at the school. Really, if, uh, if a, if a school ahead. board can be recalled, if a school board can be recalled in San Fran, we can make it happen anywhere. I agree. Liberal as they are, wow. Yeah. And the temporarily halts San Diego Unified Student COVID Vaccine Mandate, and this was done by the ninth. Circuit Court of Appeal, a very liberal group, headquartered up in San Francisco also. So the okay. horse mandate so, vaccine uh, has been stopped at San Diego schools. Well, that's awesome. Do we know what the next step is? Um, no, I'm sure they're going to appeal it to the Supreme Court, but that could take months. And by then, I think it would be a, a dead issue. 
Well, you know what? The Supreme Court needs to take this up. I mean, they have just been silent for too long about this. They keep kicking it back and kicking it back. They, um, <laughs> SCOTUS refused to hear healthcare workers in New York. They refused to hear students in Indiana. I mean, they have been at, at, from from colleges, universities, uh, uh, you know, um, K twelve cases, healthcare workers. They've just they've just been kicking it back, and it's time for them to actually do their job. I agree completely. Well, then you got in Missouri, the Attorney General, Eric Schmidt, sues Springfield School District after it surfaces that they had staff training in CRT, but had hid it from the parents that this CRT was, in fact, still going on in the education program there. So the Attorney General... Well, it- well, interesting, Bob, because I had somebody a while back on Twitter uh, saying, you know, coming at me saying that that's a lie, that CRT is not being taught in the schools. And here you have it, America. It's being taught. They're trying to hide it. They or they may call it something else or they may just completely try to hide it altogether. Or you may have school districts to where they're supposed to post what the curriculum is and they're just not posting it online. This is being taught in the schools. Well, it is. And, and that's true of most schools around the country. But there is a resistance. It, it's so radical that at least it's culminating in parent rebellion, which is great. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Wonderful. Okay. And then the Ed Choice organization, that's an organization that supports uh, school choice around the country. Uh, they reported that there are now 76 educational choice programs in 32 states, with many more pending, such as California, which is soon going to have a vote if we get on the ballot for school choice. But I, I didn't realize it's already in 76 uh, states and school districts around the country. That's that's good. That's very good. That's very good. You know, this is one of the reasons why they're ha- – they know that, they're, that their policies and what they're trying to push on, on people is not a winner. And they don't want people to have a choice, right? Uh, they, they, they want your kids to be forced into these schools, to be forced uh, to be, you know, sh- have this indoctrination crap from CRT to transgenderism shoved on their kids, and then churning out kids that can't read or write or add two plus two. Yeah, it's amazing. It's sad, but true. Then there was a, there was a poll taken of Americans, and 63% of Americans think parents should have the final say in kids' curriculum in the public schools. And that survey was just completed last week, so it's that's good news. But the well, it's great news, and it and it's right, and it shows once again the fact that what the left is trying to do is not it's not a winner. They can't they can't elect they can't run uh, campaigns on this that we want to teach your kids that white kids you know are are bad and inherently bad, and there's 27 you know genders, and we're going to recruit your kids into that. They can't be honest about it. They've got to lie about it and force it on your kids. Sixty something percent of the American people do not want this, and you know what that means, Bob? What's sixty something percent of 330 million Americans? If yeah. that's 60-something Ameri- uh, percent all started showing up at school board meetings around the country, what would happen? Well, and then even in Minnesota, some of the school board members in that liberal state got defeated this past election, not just uh, in Virginia, but in Minnesota. So it is spreading. That's right. Yes. All right. College crazies. You got time for that? Yeah, but you know what? I, Skin, should we take a break now and then come back with the college crazies? I'm actually kind of intrigued on in what Bob's got. Let's get one college crazy story and then take a break. All okay. Right. Sounds good. Georgia Public University System will not rename any of its 75 building buildings with ties to slavery or racial segregation of the past. And they explain that history can teach us important lessons. So actually, it's good news. 
Yeah. Where was the this? Some came to that conclusion. They're not going to change any of the names, despite some of the liberals Good. claiming that. Um, you know what? I think we're seeing. I think we're seeing a, a, a real movement, a real trend here. Uh, and I think it's and it's really good news. I'm actually shocked with that, that that we've got somebody go. No, we're not going to change the names. We're not going to change things from Robert E. Lee or whatever. We're going to keep it. Uh, yeah. That is a, that's some serious pushback. You okay, think it's because there's so enough people now finally getting it when it comes to their kids, Andrea, and people are standing up. Yeah, and I also think I also think, and Bob, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that it's not just about parents these days, but it's also about. I think there might even be some more Joe Rogans or more um, Bill Mars in, in in the faculty than we realized, which are people that are maybe identify as liberal, but they're not insane. They're I, not I think far that's right, left. Andrea, and, and and I'd like Bob's perspective maybe after the break because when you can agree with people like Bill Maher, which late. I have a couple of times. It's not crazy to think there's people like that in education as well. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Bob? You got it. All right. Bob's in agreement. All right. We're going to take a break. We come back. Bob's got more topics for us. Later on, we got here of the weekend. Stink of the week and skins. I hope you got something ready to go for that. We'll talk to you all later. The Andrea K. Show, strictly adhering to and preserving our First Amendment. Follow Andrea on OurFreeNation.org. Just search Andrea K. spelled K-A-Y-E. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show, Friday night edition. Coming at y'all from the ATL down here. Continuing on with my buddy Bob Walters. He started us off with some college crazies before the break, and that's where we're going to pick it up. All right, carry on with us, my friend. Okay. University of Michigan Medical School tells students that Rittenhouse verdict would have been different if the defendant had been black. Typical lie. They overlooked the verdict of three whites for killing a black in, in the Arbery trial. And the case in Florida last week where a black man was acquitted of killing a police officer. But they, they ignore that. It's just, they see this as a racist decision, and I, don't, I just don't get it. Well, well because university it, students demand that the administration withdraw its acceptance of Kyle Rittenhouse oh, and a white supremacist, and it needs to be banned from the college forever attending there. It just, you know what? It's disgusting. That's absolutely it disgusting. It shows that there's no respect for it. These are people that are not interested in the rule of law. They're not interested in justice. What they're interested in is their political agenda, which is right now that white people deserve to be punished. This is uh, the court system and getting an outcome that they want, regardless of facts, is the new reparations. That's what's going on here. I, I'm glad you brought up this topic because I think I saw the other day that there was these kids at ASU, Arizona State, were holding some rally against Rittenhouse and they got drowned out by a bunch of kids chanting, let's go Brandon against <laughs> Joe Biden. Yeah. Winning. So there is reaction coming, which is good. Yes. Yes. All right. Then we've got uh, some other issues on the student, female student age 15 at Hawthorne Academy of Health Science in Charlotte, North Carolina reported the school. She was routinely harassed by a male student. The only answer she got was to suspend her. She was suspended from school 
And then after a week, she was required to take a class, sexual harassment preventable. <laughs> I mean, you got to be kidding. I was harassed. What? Class about provoking sexual harassment. They, they're blaming her for the sexual harassment that went on. Oh, my gosh. Let me guess. Was she white? Yeah. Yeah, she was. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. That is absolutely no different than a woman being uh, stoned uh, in, in under Sharia law for being raped. <laughs> I'm afraid that's, so. It's just that's, There's no difference. Yeah. Nope. Wow. Then a former teacher at the Baltimore public school, elementary school system, described what she saw every day in classrooms. She quit because she just couldn't take it anymore. That was pure chaos, and the treatment was unbearable. She had her identity out, uh, cut out for fear of reprisal, but the assaults were every day, and not just between students. She'd been hit several times, and scissors <gasps> thrown at her, and pushed many times up against the wall by elementary school children, not junior high or high school. Amazing. Wow. Yeah, that's the level of... Well, and it's only going to get worse, Bob, when we don't have any discipline in the schools, when we don't have any uh, for their for their behavior, when there's no, um, uh, you know, grading being done, which is to evaluate, you know, um, to to place judgments on their academic achievements to give them something to strive for. It's just anarchy. I mean, we've got Black Lives Matter and Antifa, a level of chaos and anarchy and, you know, reign of terror going on inside our schools. That's it's that's the equivalent. It is sad. Non, right? It's reality in too many schools, I'm afraid. Uh, anyway, moving on. There's a leaked audio happened to be broadcast how California teachers recruit kids into LGBTQ clubs. At a conference in Palm Springs, two seventh grade teachers from Buena Vista in Salinas, that's the high school, told other teachers how to recruit students into these clubs without alerting parents. They were to play dumb if asked anything of them. They were to call such LGBT clubs equity clubs to hide their true purpose. Wow. So this, this is just part of the indoctrination of kids and the whole generation that's going on with teacher approval. Well, yeah, and and I had a, I had a conversation today with a mom, and I was talking about this, and I was saying about how people have no idea. I mean, she she's been get, becoming more aware of what's happening in our schools thanks to our show and our segments, um, and she's trying. So she's trying to educate other other moms, and it's it, it's almost as though Bob that it's so it's so horrific that parents are almost not wanting to believe that it's really happening. Like, that can't be really going on. They can't be really recruiting kids into transgenderism. Oh, yeah, they are. They are. Absolutely. Yeah. And and then I was asked, well, why would they be doing this? Like, why why are they doing this? It's, and it has nothing to do with inclusivity, has nothing to do about stopping bullying, and has everything to do with the cultural Marxist movement to destroy the fabric of a nation, to destroy our Judeo-Christian principles and values, to make them have, you know, to think that that there's no such thing as right or wrong, um, and, and it's a part of devaluing what our what our country was founded on. Our rights come from God, not, not from man. We don't worship the state. 
Um, we value man woman. We value we value that uh, the, that um, man and woman comes together. There is male. There is female, and those two come together and they create a child. This is about destroying all of that. And so, yeah. and because the because if people don't believe in any of that, then they're willing to just believe whatever crap is told to them. All the false you know promises of utopia in a communist society, and that's the end game, and that's where we're headed. You can see why Planned Parenthood plays a big part in this role. Shame. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Anyway, uh, (laughs) I got something a little more closer to home. Using taxpayer money, Long Beach School District, specifically Wilson High School, plans to build a new aquatic center and an all-gender locker room with showers as well. Uh, Wilson's always been kind of pro-LGBT friendly, but this is a ridiculous outrageous development where they have every student, no exception, will be taking showers and change clothes <gasps> in this one master shower room for that, for all students. Oh my God. What grade is, what grades are this? What is this? This is Wilson high school in Long Beach, California. Oh my gosh. I tell you right now, if you're a parent and you put your kid in that school, shame on you. Shame on you. You send your daughter to that school, you're sending your daughter there knowing there's a chance of her being raped. And even if she's not raped, that you're putting her in a position to where she has no autonomy over her body whatsoever. Uh, We all have the right to develop our own sense of modesty. No girl should be forced to strip naked and take a shower near a boy. What's wrong with you people? Yeah, it's just part of so angry. Degenerate our entire society through these kids. Uh, and to the destruction, to the destruction more of women than of men. Yeah, it is. It is directed at women. And then Fairfax Public Schools reinstates two pornographic books as a commitment to diverse reading materials. These, <laughs> these are the ones that were removed two weeks ago. <gasps> they, they had a, the, the school board had a private meeting and a study done, and they brought two of them back. One depicts sex between a man and boys, and the other has a fourth grade boy performing oral sex on a man. They've been removed, but now a two-month study by the board decided they should be returned. These books include sex toys, masturbation, and violent nudity. That's bad news, and hopefully they'll get rid of that school board. Unbelievable. It's just, I, I don't even know what to say about this. And you know what? There's parents that know that, that and that are okay with that. And in fact, um, a couple of weeks ago when these, when these books, um, were, people began aware of what they were. Michael yeah. Steele, former head of the Republican Party, said, what's the big deal? Like you didn't have a Playboy in your nightstand when you were in high school? The, you know, th- trying to draw an equivalent. This was a re- supposed Republican trying to draw the equivalency between pushing pornography on children to condition them to have sex with adults is the same thing yeah. as some 18-year-old or 17-year-old boy sneaking a peek at his dad's Playboy. That's well, a, yeah, that came from a Republican. And it all, I, I agree. Good grief. Uh, terrible. Then they got Poway School District in California is caught well, that, teaching. That's parents. by me. I know. After denials made to parents, hidden as ethnic studies, the curriculum goes even further by having false narrative on campus and rampant racism and urges students to become social justice warriors and activists. It's like. So they're, te- 
So uh, they're pushing a CRT or, or an advanced uh, accelerated version of it. Is that what this is? Yeah, and they, they're pushing yeah. them, of course, to become active in the social activist uh, society and do battle in the street as they need to to defend their rights in this regard. Yeah, and I can tell you why they're targeting Poway, because that is one of the most conservative areas of San Diego County. It's yeah. North County Inland, and, and, and that's that's the game plan. You know, they got to, they, they're targeting any area of conservatism to flip it over. They're targeting your kids. They're targeting them with CRT. They're targeting them with transgenderism. They're, they're sexualizing children and promoting sexual promiscuity and, you know, uh, and um, devaluing uh, the rights of, of children uh, to think for themselves, to protect their own bodies. This is just a full-on assault on our children in our schools. It's disturbing. It really is. Well, and then we got uh, one final point I want to make is the FBI SWAT team raided the home of activist mom in Colorado, bursting in the front door, smashed it in, armed and arrested her and her husband in front of her three kids. She was an activist mom with American Moms Net organization and was fighting CRT along with mask mandates. And this is where the FBI is being so twisted that they, you know, we've heard that that might be happening, but here's an actual example in Colorado where it did happen against a mom and her, and her husband arrested and hauled out to jail for speaking up at the school board meeting that they didn't like her comments. I'm so glad you told this story. I hadn't heard it, but you know, this all became public recently. The Merrick Garland had started, uh, set up a division in the FBI using their counterterrorism unit to target teachers, to, I mean, to target parents that were speaking out. And everybody acted like, okay, everybody reported on it. And nobody's talked about it since, as though it wasn't going to happen. And it's happening. It is happening. It's the first real example I found with concrete proof. Wow. I haven't heard anybody else reporting on this, Bob. You're the only one. <laughs> well, final point, if you got time, is armed Texas school yeah. district officers arrest parents in their own home. Round Rock Independent School District in, uh, has its own armed guards, and they decided to arrest parents who denounced school board policies, according to Christopher Rufo, in a study he did. In August, two fathers spoke out against the corruption of the board, including covering up details of alleged assault by the superintendent against his mistress. The mic was cut off, and the next day, the police smashed their doors down and arrested them both in front of their kids for disorderly jail. So that was that's a private police force owned by the school district, which is a little different than the FBI action, but results are the same. Just I had no idea school. Well, when did school districts get their own police forces, Bob? I know. I actually hadn't heard where they were armed and could actually smash through the door. With <laughs> where's the permit? Where's Where's the judge? Well, yeah, the where's the... Right. I mean, shouldn't they have an arrest warrant? Yeah. This is in Texas, too, which is fairly conservative, but... Well, actually, te Texas isn't. I don't, I don't, I, Texas is pretty, pretty blue to me, in my opinion. I think, I think that the reality about Texas is if you look at the actual results of, uh, you know, Governor, um, you know, Abbott or whatever his name is. Yeah, I think it's Governor Abbott. Uh, there, you know, what's going on in Texas? They're, they're not, they're not red. I think that uh, with the open border down there and Californians leaving here and flooding their Democrats and voting Democrat, I think they're, I think they're, if not solidly blue, you know, I think I think they're they're Republican in name only, in my opinion. Yeah. 
So, well, I just want to urge um, all your listeners to do what they can on the petition drive. Let's get school choice on the ballot. And look up yes. CaliforniaSchoolChoice.org and get involved. And also well, thank you. look up TeachTheKids.us. That's another group that helps you with your teaching of your kids respect for America's history. That's it. Awesome. Well, well, Bob, thank you. That's a lot, and I appreciate you so much bringing us this in, this crucial information, as horrifying as some of it is. Maybe next week, Skins, we might want Bob to start off with all the bad news and end with the good. Maybe we'll do that. <laughs> yeah, I like it ending uh, on a cheery note much better. Yeah, yeah. All right, Bob, thank you so much. Have a good weekend. You too. Bye-bye. All right. Now, y'all stay tuned. we got Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week on its way. Don't go away. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter and Instagram at Andrea K Show, spelled K A Y E, and connect with her on ourfreenation.org. Andrea K, the Donut Queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. It's time for Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. I got to give a personal Hero of the Week for me. Not anybody from the political realm. I know everybody out on Facebook was saying this young man, Tate Meyer, who was running towards in Michigan in the school, that he was running towards uh, the sound of the gunshots. There's no video proof at this point that he was actually going to disarm, but he was running towards uh, the the gunshots, and he supposedly was a phenomenal young man. But I got to give a personal uh, shout out as hero of the week for me for my buddy Brian Maloney, who has stepped up for me. Brian, if you're listening, thank you so much for making it possible for me to come down here last night and visit my family in Atlanta. Last week, stepping in for me when I had a personal situation come up. So that's my hero of the week. You got he's one, a stellar skin? talk show host. Like he does such a great job. Obviously, he's not you, but I mean, he just thank he you. lays it down. Awesome. Awesome. So that's why I'm grateful. That's why he's my hero. Because when I call him to fill in, it's like he's got no notice, right? I mean, it's just like, hey, oh my gosh, can you fill in for me tonight? And with no notice, he makes it seem like he's had plenty of notice because he's very well prepared. Seamless. Seamless. Well, he is so on top of the issues. Like he knows everything that's going on. And, you know, he's been in this game and politics as well as been in radio for many years. So that's my personal hero. So who's your hero of the week? You got one? Yeah, to be honest, uh, and hear me out, my but my hero of the week is is you because, uh, and it is for some very good reasons. You know, Salem is doing something very nice right now. It's the you know the Culture Warrior, I believe, of the Year award, and there are several nominations, and they're all fabulous individuals. I like each and every one of them, but you know, one thing that I that I wish was maybe having you as part of that nomination process because you know you do such a great job. Each and every day at staying true to your conservative beliefs, you never move off your hill. You stay on your hill, and you're about shining light to a very dark place right now and to try and get people informed, and you never you, you never cower. And so, you know, for me personally, you're, you're by far the hero of the week that shines anybody else. Oh, thank you so much. You know what? I got to leave it on that note. I ain't even going to throw out a stink, right? Because that was just too beautiful. (laughs) Listen, I love you, Skins. I love you so much. I couldn't do this show without you. And I'm going to be back in SD on Monday, and I'll see you in the studio, my friend. Love you all. Peace out.
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.